In this episode, we are talking with Stephanie Musser, founder and CEO of Candeo Schools in Arizona. We learn about how Candeo uses all three core knowledge curricula and discuss the importance of supporting teachers in strong core knowledge implementation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our newest podcast. Today, my guest is Stephanie Musser. She is the director at Candeo Schools. They have two locations. One is in Peoria, Arizona. The other one is in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. The first question that I have is really not a question um, because I want you to tell our listeners a little bit more about Candeo Schools. Sure. Thank you for having me, Kristen. Um, Our flagship campus um, is Peoria. We have been in operation since 2008, and it was built on on the idea that we needed to have a solid curriculum that is rich and and predictable and um, defined uh, for students in K through eight. Um, That's how we became a core knowledge school. It was the adoption from the beginning. Um, We have, uh, we've been top performing since the beginning and we have currently 600 students. Um, And two years ago, we opened our North Scottsdale campus and that is growing out into eighth grade next year. So we, we are currently in our second year and that will top out at a, just over 400 students. Um. So um, I have had the pleasure of visiting um, your, your flagship campus in Peoria. And then I've also had the opportunity to um, work with some of your teachers um, by bringing them in for some professional learning that we've done Um, that's a great thing about uh, Zoom and having people virtual. You can bring in some experts from all over the country to talk to teachers about our curriculum. Can you talk to us a little bit about um, how do you find high quality staff members, because you've done it brilliantly, um, that really buy in to this notion of core knowledge? Because what we're talking about in terms of teaching is very different than what goes on in most traditional public schools. We believe that the best teachers of the subject matter are um, those who have learned the subject matter themselves. So we look for people who have a classical liberal arts background particularly, but also people who uh, have that and have that potential and have a love for that piece, the love for the content, the enthusiasm for the content. And we, we are able to, um, you know, kind of fish that out in interviews and we do pre-interviews and screenings and we, we target a few, um, university level, um, programs like Candeo, um, that focus on the content and understand its, its relevance and importance. You just have to have a love for that. Um, but, when they're coming in, we're looking for people who are hungry for that other thing and they don't know that it exists. Um, they just know that it's not where they found it and what they went into education for. So um, it's quite intuitive. It's, it's interesting. We used to go through a, a big process 
it used to be just me in a conversation. And then we went to a big process and we started to lose what we were um, looking to find. And they just said, you know what, go with it, go back to intuition and have the conversation and let's find out about uh, what they know and if they understand the importance of that and its impact on students in growing the human being, having this base of knowledge and also the understanding of how that builds vocabulary and comprehension and why that works. And, and oftentimes it's, it's intuitive to somebody who has never seen a program like this. So your school, the Candare schools um, are one of our, one of the few schools in the U.S. that actually utilize all three of our curricula, um, the language arts, the history and geography, and the science. So how did, how did you all decide that that's what you wanted to do? That's a, that's a great question. You know, we, since we've been around, um, you know, for a while, uh, one of the things we were really um, stressing is that in p- professional development, teachers had this content and they knew the learning objectives, but we didn't have organized lesson plans and teachers had to um, create those. And we were particular about getting that right. And so a lot of our professional development time and our energy was spent on creating these, these right on um, lessons in, in the core knowledge curriculum. Uh, Then when we, you know, so we were living that life looking for that waiting for the moment actually before you you had published those or even let us know it was an idea Um, and when they came out it was instantly recognizable for us that these are the lessons that we would put together ourselves and now it gives this that they're such high quality they um, provide this foundation so that teachers can then focus their energy on understanding the lesson design but knowing the content and and then um, delivering that artfully. Um, so it was, it was pretty easy for us to see. Um, it was just bringing the content, um, into, um, into a quality structure and framework that was just incredibly helpful and time-saving for teachers in the school. And it built consistency too, um, across. So as a head of school, you want to know that all of the components are there and, and that's what this, these programs afford. How does your staff deal with the lack of time? That's what I hear from a lot of teachers as well as principals is that we really can't implement all three of these programs because, for example, CKLA takes up so much of your day. So how do you all deal with that as a staff? For us, the CKLA is is more um, as a resource a resource, not the program that drives us. There are some schools that um, could use that and, and it's all laid out. It's a, it's comprehensive. It is a whole day program. If you let it be in, if you needed it to be for us, the answer is we are a core knowledge school. We focus on core knowledge content. Um, so particularly with um, CKLA, you're right. It, it, it does take all of the time if you follow it as a program, but for us, that was a, a resource the other pieces, um, you know, with um, history and geography and science, they basically took what we were doing anyway and made it consistent and high quality across the board. So 
we do have time for that. And, you know, to answer that, there are a couple of things we do structurally um, every Wednesday. Uh, students are released right before, you know, right at noon. And we have the entire afternoon for planning and collaboration and even um, calibration, if you will. So it's calibrating to the program, not to one another and um, that that's something that is is pretty unique to us. And then we're very responsive week to, to week, um, what that would be, what the needs are. So they have the time built in. There are, I know, you know, I think it's becoming more rare now, but we always have shared um, prep times in the day. Um, we designate the beginning of the day and the end of the day every day as a prep time. And then we have the Wednesdays as well. So we give the time within a work day um, and within a work week to um, spend. But, you know, as I mentioned before, those programs, particularly history and geography and science, actually save us time. Um, because we've we've worked so well within the curriculum, which is our focus, not the program, but the curriculum, um, that we we have um, we recognize it and we're able to focus our energies in the right places. So structurally, we we provide time and um, and then we utilize the resources well. And um, for CKLA, it's more activity based, um, so we will pull in the necessary components. But that's that's how we work with it and. In general, we also say everyone has the same amount of time, and this is the time we're given. Um, here's how we work through that the best that we can. And so how do we get better? How do we calibrate more to the program to gain efficiency? So that's something I particularly love to do from an operations standpoint. It sounds to, to me like you guys have it very, you have fine-tuned this whole idea for your teachers. So if I were uh, back in the classroom at Candeo, I would appreciate that because you, you're really taking all of that into consideration. So I'm sure you've seen a change with teachers because now that is not on them um, in terms of having to create all those lesson plans like we had to do when we just had the sequence. Have you seen any changes uh, in terms of students and expanding their base of knowledge? W particularly with the use of the materials? Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, because it's it's a predictable format and it, it really is high quality, you can see that everyone is getting every part of, of what Cornellage intended. So from the vocabulary to the read-alouds to the read-alongs to um, the independent reading and the content, those are really strong for us. And so if we can provide access through that grammar stage, you know, understanding the language and understanding how to read and write within it, you can put this, these rich texts in front of them in the content um, using these materials. Um, the assessment also is, is built in. The activities are really appropriate. The learning objectives are clear. So anytime you can really calibrate to something like that, you are getting greater student um, impact and efficiencies and and it, it's a it's best use of time as well so we're not trying to guess at number one what the content is but number two how to deliver that we can really use you know get the art of what we do taken care of 
Um, and so students win. They have a solid lesson design. They have the art in it, and we have the time put into it with the right content. So, of course, we would find uh, benefits for students. But it, it, it really manages the day well, and their learning is strong. And so we, we monitor those, and we, you know, we assess through, and we observe, and um, have feedback with teachers. And it's, it's just pretty tight all the way around, a joyful learning experience. Um, you are a charter school. Do you have any interaction with any of the high schools that your students go to? Do they ever give you any feedback about Candeo students versus other students from other schools? They do. Um, I, I have so many things I could offer here. And they, they, the parents and the students always come back and say they learned this at Candeo. Um, whether they're in, uh, you know, um, advanced placement courses or, you know, whatever program they're in, they say that they got that here and it is this content. And, um, and through, through the readings, um, the novels, everything, and that, that becomes an advanced high school program for them. And um, it's just been so beneficial. And one of the things, and when we really believe that who you become as a result of what you, you study is this is as important as what you are studying. You know, the fact that you're learning something, but who you become as a result is equally important to us. And it's creating learners and it's creating human beings who, who can contribute and understand what it's like to learn because of the implementation, because of what they're studying, they're becoming problem solvers. They're becoming leaders. And when they walk into high schools that haven't had that in the past, it stands out. I'm thinking of one story that um, there was a ninth grader, you know, an entering ninth grader um, into a high school, and it was an advanced placement program and, and an honors program, honors English. And they were given some reading over the summer to do before they started their ninth grade year. And it was something that she had in sixth grade with us. And it was, you know, not just in content only, but utilizing all of the tools that we have to bring that to life in the artistry and and to make sure learning is happening, not just covering, right, but actually learning and letting that change you. So they, uh, she had already read it and understood it. And in the beginning week, um, the, the English teacher was asking, you know, okay, so we read this and who has, you know, who can answer this question? Asked a question. No hands. And um, Kate is her name. Kate's hand goes up and can answer it. Um, Happens over and over and over again. Um, And finally, you know, people are kind of turning and the teacher finally said, where did you go to school? And she said, Candeo. And, and, you know, that was kind of an understood, but it, it does stand out, but not just what they know, um, but how they use the information and what that means to them. Um, I'm just incredibly in, you know, in a state of awe at, at who they become and what they go on to do. But we have so many um, stories like that. There's one student who um, was going to on a football scholarship and he had his choice of of top universities and he went to the one that would build upon what he was learning um, in that rich content from Candeo. Um, he fell in love with that 
and wanted to continue. And that's how he made his choice. He went to um, Tulane and, and continued study in, in that piece. So just so many stories. Um, another one is in an advanced um, STEM engineering program at ASU. And she recently won a, I think it's a world award in some sort of innovation. And that's, it's building on those concepts and allowing them to flourish in high school. Um, and, and that's, you know, we always say the importance of that, that initial nine years of formal education, that's where you're going to hit that. And um, anyway, that might be a long answer to the question, but so many stories I can tell you over and over again. It, it is. It's so amazing to hear stories like the ones that you shared. Um, it makes, it proves what Dr. Hirsch's uh, initial belief has been and what the foundation has been built on. Um, and we're really making a difference. You all are making such a huge difference in your area um, and just building those lifelong learners. Um, it truly um, is really, really special what you and all you know, are doing there. You know, Kristen, I came from not um, the Cornell School, you know, a traditional district public school with without that defined content had come from, you know, inventing my own content and all of that. And when when this became an idea, I knew that the content needed to be there. And I was familiar with core knowledge. And I remember, you know, just um, thirsting for it and learning it and going to, you know, the conference. And I remember one of the first things that stuck with me in those, the messages from the conferences were that this builds culture. This builds communication. This is your culture. It becomes that. And I didn't understand it until we implemented it. And then it really is the formation of a culture around learning, around what's important. And and it helps us get very good at defining our role as educators. What is our purpose? What should we be doing? It just, uh, it's, it's pretty incredible to be in now 13 years, um, and, and think of that first day of, okay, so what does it look like and sound like? I hear you saying that, but what do you mean really that it becomes your culture? Isn't, you know, I don't know what that looks like, but I certainly do now. So that goes into my final question. What advice do you have for schools that are looking to implement core knowledge in the totality with all of the different components that we currently have? Gosh, to me, it's too simple of an answer. Um, you, you do it. <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't know how you can let anything go, but you do need it in its totality. I would recommend, you know, I have placed the structure of your professional development um, on core knowledge. So that we do every year at, in pre-service. So we, it's this year, you know, we, we center on those core implementation practices. It's not enough to say you have core knowledge or yeah, we use that. It's, it's not enough. And I've seen many schools come and go in this idea that, well, core knowledge must be the answer. So we're going to just have it. And it doesn't work like that. You might get some moments of brilliance in there, but you can't create a school in this sort of way um, and and really honor core knowledge um, unless you are all in. And so what does that mean to be all in from, you know, administrative 
decisions down to um, decisions in the classroom in in the moment in a lesson. So how you set that up to be able to um, enable individuals to make those decisions, it's all structured in the whole program, the whole of it. And I'll tell you, it's all there. So I would focus on the core implementation practices that, that the foundation um, makes public or, you know, publishes. And I would um, structure your professional development so that pre-service and then weekly going on um, is centered on that knowledge and knowledge building within their time on those Wednesdays that I talked about, you know, each week they need to have set aside time for study. So one thing, um, you know, that's really important is you don't gloss over anything. You really go into the layers of what the teacher needs to know. uh, What are the learning objectives? Um, And, and by the way, that's what we focus on too. So, um, our aim is not state standards that informs us as we build and work toward core knowledge objectives. So that is our program and that the rest of it takes care of it, takes care of it. If you can center it on the core knowledge learning objectives. And of course, within your skills building programs, you know, mathematics and, and um, phonics and decoding and, 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 and the writing piece, you know, how you implement that. If you can get those skills set, um, the weekly study, you um, go through everything down to the essays that are there, the introductions to, to sections and subjects and content, all of it matters. And to understand why domain and academic vocabulary are in there, that it's not specifically that you're teaching, you know, vocabulary lessons using that vocabulary, you are utilizing them, teaching what it, teaching them what it means and utilizing it throughout but it's it's the whole approach to education not just a lesson for the day um but it takes strong administration administrative decisions um it's decisive it's an understanding of the vision of that and the intent and then what you're creating after nine years what that looks like and you keep every eye on there and then it's a matter of, you know, training your teachers to look in that, in that way and finding the right teachers who just love learning. And that's, that's, again, it's, it's just key. Find those people who are experts in their content and have a calling to teach and then teach them the implementation practices centered in, in core knowledge. But be all in. It's not something that you kind of do um, or, oh, yeah, we have that or we looked at that or we follow that sequence. It's so much more than that. Um, our schools do get attention and they know that core knowledge is part of that. But um, sometimes you see schools failing in it. And and again, it's because you need to um, truly buy in across the whole organization and then provide every tool and resource um, and every opportunity to grow um, within this this curriculum. And it's, and it's, associated materials. Well, thank you so much for all of the information that you shared, Stephanie. Like I said before, your staff um, is bar none one of the best that we've ever seen. That's why you get, why you all are, are one of our schools of distinction. Um, what you do there is just amazing. 
But if people come and visit, they won't be surprised if they, when they speak with your staff and they see how dedicated they are, how dedicated you are um, to this idea of core knowledge, um, I think it'd be very clear to our listeners uh, with everything that you've talked about today. So again, appreciate your time. Um, If people want to get in touch with you, um, are they able just to reach out to you via email if they yes. if they need some more advice on how to implement core knowledge and be more like Candeo? <laughs> yes, you know, I, I believe we learn everywhere we look, and I would love to be part of that conversation and help anyone um, to implement any part or you know in the way that we do, but also innovate within that for their school. Um, the way to get a hold of me if you wanted to be uh, direct with email would be s musser at kendeoschools.com. And uh, we, the schools also have um, some social media pages and channels. You can find us at Kendeo Schools on Facebook, Instagram. Um, and I'd, I'd love to be able to be part of that movement because it's not just about us. And thank you for, for you know, the kind words. And, you know, it's, it's an honor to, to do this work and, and to be able to have the Core Knowledge Foundation. It, I don't know how we would do it if we didn't have the Core Knowledge Foundation and this, this curriculum. I just don't know how to accomplish it. But um, it's bigger. It's, we're a dot in, in the movement and the understanding of its power. And so if there's anything we can do to contribute to that movement, um, we want in. We, we, I would love to be part of that. And um, yeah, thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you.